Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, October 13th. I'm Mark Dent, here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. So as I just mentioned, it is October and it is Friday the 13th. And so today we have a somewhat spooky episode for you. We're going to be talking about this app called Morty, which is basically the Netflix of finding scary, geeky stuff. And it especially comes in handy if you don't trust average Yelp reviews on haunted attractions. You know, it's like Netflix, but also like Yelp for scary stuff. But before we get into all of that, we're just going to chat about a few of the stories making headlines in the world of business and tech. Okay, starting off up in the skies, Delta Airlines' profit rose nearly 60% in the third quarter to $1.11 billion, beating expectations. Why was that? Well, summer travel demand, particularly international flights, boosted the airline, even though there has been some recent customer outrage over changes to its frequent flyer program. Okay, moving on into some federal government news. The social security checks that support more than 71 million Americans are going to see a 3.2% increase in 2024. That's the smallest gain since 2021. The cost of living adjustment, which is calculated from the consumer price index, reflects the cooling inflation that we've been seeing. However, September inflation was at 3.7% year over year. So the inflation is going to have to cool down just a little bit more for that increase to track inflationary values. Okay, on to shoes. Reebok Basketball has a new president, and it's Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq, the former basketball player for the Orlando Magic and Los Angeles Lakers, walked away from a $40 million shoe deal with the company 25 years ago, but now he's back. In between those Reebok stints, Shaq actually sold his own brand of affordable sneakers. They'd go for like $35 at Walmart or Payless Shoe Source, and he sold roughly 400 million pairs of them as of 2021. Disney's price hikes have officially gone into effect on its streaming services Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and ESPN+, Plus, as well as at Disneyland. Standard Disneyland parking is now going to cost $35. A little historic comparison here. Parking in 1960 at Disneyland was just 25 cents or $2.50 adjusted for inflation. And back then, a child's ticket to get into the park was $3.55 or roughly the $35 that it's now going to cost you just to park at Disneyland today. All right, let's get on to this main story and talk some about Halloween. If you're someone like Juliet, who is our resident horror expert, Halloween and all things haunted expert, then you might be looking to try to find something cool and scary to do this month. It's actually not that easy of a task given how much is out there. Some of it's real, some of it's fake, some of it's good, some of it's not. And there's now an app for this. Juliet, tell us about Morty, this app that can be sort of your best friend come Halloween time. 
<laughs> yeah. So Morty started out as an app for escape room enthusiasts, launched a couple years ago. And I had heard of it because I know several people who are escape room enthusiasts, but it was only available for iOS at the time. So I actually hadn't looked at it until just recently. So what's interesting, I think, about starting as an escape room app is if you go on Yelp, and I talked about this a lot with Morty CEO, Andy Bach, mm-hmm. which is you go on Yelp and every escape room is either the best thing someone has ever done in their life or it was absolutely terrible and they had the worst time. Mostly it's I had the best time in my life. And the reason I think for this is because although escape rooms have been around for several years, a lot of people are like doing it as a corporate team building exercise or a birthday party. It's their first time. Sure. I think the first time people do one, they're like, wow, that was really fun. Or they were like, no, I can't believe I was trapped in a room with my coworkers for an hour and it was terrible let's say you're traveling, you're not really able to find what the best room is unless you're talking with other people who know about rooms. And then you just end up in something that has five stars from a bunch of teenagers on a birthday party, but it actually kind of sucked in comparison to other rooms that you've done. And they're not exactly cheap. You know, they tend to be 25 to $40 per person. So if you only get to do one room when you're traveling, you want to do a good one. So Morty, anyone can use it, but right now it has a lot of enthusiasts on there and it asks specific questions like, you know, was there a live actor in the room? Were the puzzles hard? What was the atmosphere like? Was there a story? Stuff like that. Yeah. So it's very much more insidery. And Mm -hmm. we were talking, comparing it maybe to just like Yelp or something like, you know, Netflix even there, but it sounds to me almost a little bit like Goodreads in a way where it's like Mm, people who really read books go on there and they write critical reviews versus Amazon. It's like one star or five star kind of every time. Right, right. And so escape rooms and haunted houses, they're often very social things. I guess you could go to them alone, but I don't think you'd like it. I think it wouldn't be fun. So, you know, there's this social element where you can kind of say, all right, I want to do this room. I'm going to tag my friends on Morty. We're going to plan this. We're going to go. We're going to log the date we did it. My friend actually keeps a very detailed spreadsheet of every room she's ever done, if she escaped, and if so, what her time was. And she also ranks them. So People are really into being an escape room enthusiast, if that's what they're into. Right. I guess it's kind of like anything. Like if you're a big beer snob, you probably have the beer app and you have your favorites and you're constantly, you know, it's like anything else. For sure. But for this time of year, though, they have expanded recently beyond escape rooms and there are haunted attractions on there now, correct? Yes. And it sounds like there's quite a few to sift through. 3,000 maybe in the whole country. And that's just probably an estimate, but. Yeah. So they have estimated that we have about 3,000 haunted attractions throughout the United States. Many of these kind of cross over into immersive entertainment escape rooms. They did not include scare zones, which if you do not spend a lot of time at haunted attractions, that would be just like Universal Studios. That's just like the foggy areas where there's roaming monsters. That would be a scare zone. And they did not include yard displays. So some people get real wild during Halloween and they put up a whole thing in the front yard. That is not included. So this includes hay rides, trails, haunted houses, stuff like that. And there's about 3,000 of them that they rounded up in the United States, which would take you, they determined, about 67 days, consecutive days to do all of them. So it's actually pretty useful to have an app to be like, okay, there's 12 in my city. What one do I want to do? And it kind of has the same, you know, search parameters. You can be like, is this good for kids? Was it actually scary? It's also interesting There's a lot of haunted attractions like, let's say, Knott's Berry Farm or Universal Studios, where you have multiple attractions within the same theme park or the same area. I thought it was interesting how the app breaks them down individually, because sometimes I feel like a company will put all their money in one thing. Like Universal always has whatever the hot new IP is, which I think this year is The Last of Us. And so it's like, oh, yeah, that maze was great. But these other ones, they're the same ones they've been running for six years. They're 
janky now, whatever. So there's a lot of reviews. So you can really dive deep and be like, if I'm going to spend my money on one Halloween thing this year, this is going to be the one. So how is Morty doing? Is it getting attention, not just from people who are hardcore escape room and horror enthusiasts? Are investors paying attention as well? Yeah. And that's one thing that I actually found pretty impressive. They just completed a $2.2 million funding round in April. They have plans to add even more types of attractions or location-based entertainment to the app. Tiki bars, murder mystery dinners, you name it. And they have over 36,000 listings in terms of Mm -hmm. stuff to do on the app across Canada, Europe, and the United States. And among those, there are 15,000 to 20,000 users that go on the app every month. And of those, about 8,000 are hardcore enthusiasts who are using this consistently to plan their outings with their friends. Wow. Yeah. And he was saying that it helps drive about a million dollars a month in bookings, which sounds like a lot. But when you consider the price of an escape room, even if every single one of these 8,000 people was planning just one escape room per month with six of their friends, you know, that does come out to quite a lot of money. Right. Absolutely. And we were talking a little bit earlier about Shaq and the Queen Mary. So that has been reviewed on Morty, correct? Yes. And you know what? It seems like not by a lot of people. I'm wondering if people are not into Shacktoberfest this year. Come on, guys. Shacktoberfest. I mean, it sounds good, but hey, what do I know? Right? The Los Angeles area just really has so many Halloween things and some of them open in August. So I get it if people are like, you know what? I'm skipping Shack this year. But it looks like there are some highly rated attractions at Shacktoberfest, which does take place on and around the Queen Mary, a historic ship located in the port there down in Long Beach. It looks like people are really into something called the Grey Ghost aboard the Queen Mary, which makes sense because you get to go on the boat. But you know what? Also some positive reviews for Dead Man's Wharf. So, you know, not doing too bad, Shacktoberfest. All right. That'll do it for us today. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not subscribed, please go get signed up at thehustle.co slash email and we will catch you next week. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.